welcome to the uh, Going Long podcast, Thomas Craig and Callum Pau. Uh, this week we're going over the AFC North predictions for the 2019 season. We're going to start off in alphabetical order with the Bengals. Thoughts? Um, they're in trouble. The, the Bengals season is basically, to me, over before it started. It's never really going to get off the ground. They have a lot going on this year. Um, change of coach, change of system, AJ Green out for mm, unhealthy the star. foreseeable future. Um, it's not looking good for them. It's They've lost two old linemen to retirement and injury. Yep, their first round pick yeah. out for the season like right from a week after the draft. Mm. Um, so let's start with record. I had them at a, a generous 5-11 and 11 this year because th- their record is probably, they're, sorry, their uh, fixtures are not as bad as, say, the Browns or the Steelers. The Browns and Steelers have big games. Mm-hmm. I feel like the Bengals don't play as many tough games on the road, so I think they might get a few sneaky wins. Yeah, they might sneak some out. I've been much harsher. Um, I've got them at 3-13. and 13. I think mm. they're really going to be terrible. Um, especially because this division, as we're about to go over, is going to be a bloodbath. Yeah. And it's it's really three teams and then the Bengals. Yeah, and they're going to get beat up in divisional games because I think the other teams, as we'll get into, are all going to be beating each other. Mm. So they're going to need those divisional wins. Mm. They're going to play hard against the Bengals every yeah. time. So you think you're predicting 0-6 against the AFC North? I've got 0-6 against yeah. the AFC yeah. North, for sure. Um, yeah. 3-13 and 13, I think feels safe to me. The people, Some people are saying don't sleep on the Bengals. I don't get it. I don't mm. see where it's going to go. Um, I get the argument of like and Andy Dalton, we're finally going to see him in a system built for the modern yeah. NFL. We're going to see what he has, but he just doesn't have the weapons. To yeah, it really is a, a prove-yourself year for Dalton, but Dalton and Green have always been such a tandem that mm-hmm. without him at full strength, like how consistent can that offense actually be? Well, let's get into that. Um, first of all, who do you have as the Bengals' best player this season. I'm still this is based on performance in the season, not just overall who's their best player I'm on their roster. I'm still going to give it to Geno Atkins. I think that line is probably the strongest part of the Bengals. Like It's not maybe as strong as it was three or yep. four years ago when they were winning the division, mm-hmm. but I think Geno Atkins, he gets sacks, he causes havoc, he's needing double teamed. Without him, the Bengals would be so much worse. They would be in real trouble, which is why I also have him as the yeah. best player this year. Um, he's dealt with some injuries recently. He seems to be at full strength. Mm. Might go down again, who knows. But if he can stay in it, mm. he's really going to cause some trouble. And uh, Their whole defense. He's, he's always been a monster. He's, he's going to be the linchpin of the defense, which could be okay. Uh, I think they'll be fine. They know how to play, mm. those guys. Um, next, our next kind of category, as it were, is... The breakout player. Mm. Who did you have for the Bengals this year? This who's going to make an impact that was a bit of a tough. I would have said their uh, offensive line because that's really even bolstered. But obviously yeah. they've lost them first. What's that guy's name? Jonah Williams. Yeah, Jonah Williams. He's out for the whole season. So for the Bengals, I'm gonna have to go. Wait, I don't think I even wrote one down for the Bengals. Don't worry about it. Who did you have? Power of editing. Um, do you want to 
just run that again and be like, the Bengals, I do not have a breakout for the, for the Bengals, I do not have a breakout player because their younger players have not really seen them prove anything to me. Uh, I'm sure some someone will break out. And then I couldn't, couldn't really call AJ Green, Geno Atkins, Andy Dalton a breakout player. No, um, I, so I kind of agreed with you in the sense that I don't really... I kind of thought you were going to call me cheating on this one. Mm. I have for their breakout player, I have Tyler Eifert, if healthy. Mm. He's been in the league long enough and has been successful enough to not really be called a breakout player anymore. But if he can put a healthy season together and and he's a great he player. will be the focus of the offense at least while AJ Green is out, mm. I think he could have a monster year and remind yeah. people why they used to say he was baby Gronk. Uh, tight and yeah, tight ends. You've seen it with. Kyle Rudolph with Gronk, they can really elevate a team. Mm-hmm. Kelsey, so if a struggling offense that we predict, they're going to need numbers from him. So I'm sure we're wrong. I'm sure there'll be some, there's always a young guy who performs well on a bad team, but for now we have no way to know who that's going to be. So I would look for Tyler Eifert to have a big year. So shall we talk about some good teams? Um, sure. Or I, I don't think I have anything else. Oh. I have one thing. I want to talk about the fact that the Bengals have a new head coach. Yes. Uh, I think this is... 16 years? At the end of... After 16 years with Marvin Lewis, they have moved on to Zach Taylor, who has been bounced around college and the NFL as a coordinator. Um, I believe just last year he was the Chargers quarterbacks coach, which seems like a big step up. Mm. But uh, he's coming in, a whole new system. I think it's going to be rough to start with, but overall it will be a good move. Um... Do you want to guess, in 16 years with Marvin Lewis, what was his winning percentage as a coach? I have it written down. I'm going to give him 33. Nah, it's not as bad as that. <laughs> They're, it's just as beautifully average as you would expect it to be. It's 50.4%. Mm, 50.4. In his tenure, they went 131, 129, and 3. Wow, that is unbelievably average. So average. So I think. And how many playoff games did he win? Exactly zero. <laughs> um, let's move on. I'm with you. There's not a lot more to say about the Bengals. Their best hope to me uh, this year is top five draft position. Yeah, they're in a they're in a rebuild. Get themselves in the the QB conversation. I don't know enough about college football to really say anything about him, but everybody's talking about this Tua Tagovailoa, mm. whatever his name is, this quarterback. Yeah. Get themselves in the mix for that. I don't think there's any other way out of this for them. Do you have a strength for them as a team? I'd say that defensive line. I yeah. think they'll get sacks. I think they'll get tackles for a loss. But, uh, yeah, that, that's pretty much it. Nothing on the offensive side of the ball, for sure. Just for the sake of argument, I did put their running backs. Their running back room is good. They have Gio Bernard still mm. and Joe Mixon. Um, they're kind of a classic yeah. big little one-two punch at running back. You know, they can hit you either way they want to. And as a major weakness, I have passing game. Yeah. They just have no one to throw to. Tyler mm. Eifert over the middle is going to be like their only option for at least the first four to six weeks of the season. Yeah, for sure. For sure. They could be in some serious trouble. Uh, let's move on to happier climbs. Yes. Head down the road a bit to Cleveland. Right, so let's take you back two seasons ago. 0-16 went the Browns. Yeah. Oh, there go the Browns again. The difference in Browns how gonna Browns. yeah Browns gonna Browns like the last th- I think the last time the Browns won the division the Oilers were in the division <laughs> it was called the AFC Central Jeez. and the Ravens didn't exist 
Yeah. So <laughs> this turnaround is not a two-year turnaround. This is a 30-year... They last made the playoffs in 2002. Exactly. It's ridiculous. I mean, Baker Mayfield was still in nappies when this franchise had anything to say about yeah. what goes on in the NFL. And in those two years, they've built a ridiculous amount of talent. I, every time I try and list all the players the Browns have, I forget someone. Like I'll, 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 I I'll did it. Yeah. We'll get we'll get to that. Cause that <laughs> happens to talk, as a talking point, but I did it today. I went, oh my god, they have him too. Yeah, but let's start with the new coach. He's been brought in primarily because of a pre-existing relationship with Baker Mayfield. Yep. He coached him in college. He knows what how he likes to play. And the pinnacle of this team, the crucial point for me is Baker's second year development from year one to two. Because yeah. I really, I've seen it the first couple of games I watched him, I see something in him. I think he's got a huge arm, he's really accurate and he's not afraid to take those big moments. He's awesome. He's, he's he a star. carries himself a certain way. Yeah. Um, I was listening to a podcast where someone was talking about they had been to Brown's training camp just quickly to tell this story. Um, he said there was like a ball, an overthrown ball went out of bounds, hit a cameraman Baker's like running over to see if the cameraman's okay, and he's as he goes past this reporter who was talking on the podcast, he grabbed the guy's water bottle out of his hand, flipped it backwards over his head, and just landed back in the reporter's hand. It's <laughs> 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 just what he does. He see he controls the practice. Mm. The major takeaway that I've heard, he's just an energy. Everyone gets up because he is taking mm. it so seriously but also showing off his unbelievable talent at the same time. And they've realised like this is our chance, so they've just went for it. They've surrounded yep. Baker with weapons, weapons, They did everything weapons. they could. So I, I have their off-season moves here. Uh, they traded first and third round picks to the Giants, as we know, for Odell Beckham Jr., one of the greatest receivers in the league. And also, not for nothing, Olivier Vernon on defence yes. to play on the end opposite Miles Garrett. I think mm. he's really going to free up Garrett and Garrett could really do some stuff specifically because he has Vernon and they picked up um, Sheldon Richardson, yeah, Sheldon Richardson former yeah. Seahawk and Jet mm. to play in the middle it's, he has a lot more help this time Yeah. Uh, do you have a record for them? I had them at 10 and 6 seems fair that's a, a massive improvement which I will not tell you if that wins the division or not but yeah, we'll get there. <laughs> we'll get there. It's going to be tight. It's going to be very tight at the top between the top, so, these other three teams. I was amazed at myself. I just went game at a time, and I went through them all, and I went, actually, yeah, Browns could win that. Mm. Browns could win that. And I wasn't really paying attention to the overall until I just looked up and I went, oh, my God, I have them at 11 and 5. Mm. And I didn't change it. I didn't go, that seems too high, so I'll go back no, and no, change that, something. That. I just went game at a time. They all seemed like they could be won. I had them at 11 and 5, that, which would be yeah, huge. I'll, I'll give you that. I just I have them sweep I have them sweeping, uh, both the Bengals and the and the Ravens. Oh wow! I think the Ravens are gonna be feisty. Oh I know I I I have a lot to say about the Ravens, but I <laughs> yeah, I, I, just, I just have the Browns overpowering. I them. really think they're gonna be great. Um, do you, who do you have for their best player this year? I think I'm gonna, a lot of talent on this team. No, the, this the, could be a lot of different people. Yeah, it could be a lot of different people. I mean, I'm gonna have to say Baker because what he missed four games last yeah. year. Finished with the most yards for a rookie ever. He's going in twelve games. In twelve, eleven starts. Yeah, ele- yeah, exactly, exactly. He had a fourth quarter and then eleven games. So, yeah, I'm gonna have to go for Baker, even though you could easily give it to Chubb. You could give it to Garrett. Even you could give it. I I have given it to Garrett. Yes. Yeah. I think Miles Garrett is a beast. Did you see the video like last week of him doing box jumps? 
Oh, like a three foot high box yeah. with 40 pound dumbbells <laughs> in your hand. Yeah. That's not a real thing. You can't do that. No, no. Um, I think he's, he's a scary. monster and he has so much more help this time. And most importantly of all, they fired my least favorite coach in the history of the NFL, Greg Williams, mm. defensive coordinator, um, architect of the Saints Bounty Gate scandal mm. before becoming the Browns. Ah, I didn't even realize he was a coach. Who, um, Garrett was asked about the change recently and he said, I don't have the exact quote, but I'm really not paraphrasing that much. He said, losing, uh, losing Williams will mean that they can use more than the two moves which he allowed his defensive lineman to use. Mm. Miles Garrett dominated last year. Mm. And like he was only allowed to use two moves. Mm. Let's see what he can do with help and with a full arsenal. Yeah, it must have been trying to keep it as simple as possible with all these young players to learn the system but that's must that clearly Garrett thinks that that's hamstrung him a little bit so yeah, yeah no I give you that you've gone defense I've gone offense but I'd say they're definitely the two star I can see Baker Mayfield throwing I, I feel like maybe it's not even the amount of yards but I've seen just big situations I can see him throwing a lot of touchdowns yeah this I'm year. because the you. thing is that you've got Jarvis Landry and Odell Beckham both number one receivers mm-hmm. Like, I also had this idea that I want to put a bet on Jarvis Landry to throw a touchdown pass to OBJ and OBJ to throw a touchdown pass to Jarvis Landry. <laughs> We've seen them both do it. Yeah, <laughs> both <doing> a, <laughs> We've seen them both do it. So I'd love to see that happen. I'm sure they've chatted about it. It's definitely come up. And then don't forget, I mean, they have David Njoku. Yeah, a tight great end, tight end. Who is a beast. Mm, great tight He's end. He's a monster. This is what I was talking about when I said, I was just forgetting about guys. Imagine Kareem Hunt wasn't suspended. So then I also have, I have written down here in my in my notes, I forgot about Kareem Hunt. How long is his suspension? Do I, I think it was, I think it was six games. So he's the guy that I forgot about. Because today, like right before we started recording this, they traded uh, Duke Johnson, their other running back, to, yeah. to Houston. And I was thinking, what's, what's this about? But I forgot that they also have Kareem Hunt coming back. Mm. So they have Baker, OBJ, Jarvis Landry, David Njoku, and a Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, one-two punch. That, that's going to be a top-five offense. It, yeah, it, it, like it, it has to be. It has to be. I mean, like, the only teams that you're looking at who have had that many weapons, like, last year, the Rams at full strength, they had a lot of weapons, but not to that extent. Do you know what I mean? Like, they but, have, yeah. the, especially in name power, star power. Definitely not. They, they're the, the most stacked offense. Like, a lot of times these things don't work out when teams just pile names upon names upon names. And people who play for the Browns and the entire organization aren't used to living up to expectations. Definitely they're used to not. not having expectations. And now for them to be the most hyped team of this offseason, that's going to be the struggle for them, I think. I have, um, if I was a betting man, I have down Defensive Player of the Year, Miles Garrett. You could do a lot worse. I think yeah. he's going to have decent odds. I didn't actually see what they were, but I think he's has a real chance to win it. Oh, yeah. I also, can I tempt you with a little 11 to 1 Baker Mayfield for MVP? Yeah, no, I, I, I could, you could surely tempt me for that. I was surprised that they're as low as that. He's the yeah. fourth favourite, which isn't bad. No, that, People believe that he could do this. Yeah, and with those weapons around him, like, I think I think definitely he can do it. He's got the demeanour for it. The thing about the Browns is you're going to find out early. I think the first five, the, <laughs> yeah, first five really the first five weeks, they've got three prime time games. So yeah. like they're under the lights, and they've got the names for it. Baker, OBJ, they're built for that. But Put say you lose, you lose two prime prime time games with the nation watching. Like we're gonna find out early with the Browns. If I give you 
over under six and a half uh, times that they're going to wear those cool brown with the orange numbers uniforms that <laughs> last year this year. What do you think? If I'm going to go for over over six. I think they're just going to use it as their main home. I don't I don't know what their contract is with the people who make their jerseys. The no idea. They're allowed to wear each I've, thing. I haven't seen anyone wearing a brown jersey that isn't one of them. <laughs> yeah yeah no they are cool though really really cool. They're sick. Yeah. Um, just to wrap up, I we're going to try and do biggest strength and biggest weakness. Okay. Do you have a strength for the Browns? Do you want me to go first? You went first last time. You go first. I have big plays as their strength. I think Nick Chubb can knock it out of the park, mm. and the rest is spoken for. Yes. Um, I think they're probably going to lead the league in whatever number you want to put on it, 30-plus, 40-plus yard plays. Um, I think they're going to have – they're going to go deep a lot. The only team that I think can go deeper than that uh, that will have more plays like that is Patrick Mahomes because the boy can throw it about six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I do agree, big plays are going to be a huge part of this offense. But I've just to counterpoint that because I did have a sort of fast wide receivers, but that kind of mm. comes in, comes in. The, so I, I will, yeah, I will say getting to getting to the quarterback more than they did last year. That's their improvement on sure. getting yeah. to the quarterback. Yeah, more. they're gonna get there fast. Yeah. For sure. It's going to be rough, actually. Um, as a weakness, this is kind of unfair, because this is fairly under-researched, I'll, I'll admit. I was just looking at their roster and mm. looking at their linebacker group. Mm. Haven't heard of any of those guys. Yeah. They seem like uh, journeymen or young guys. Who knows? Any of them could put in a good performance, mm. but they have a lack of uh, experience and real name power at linebacker. I think I had the same lack of experience, but... Uh, head coach and yep. uh, uh, so I, I think yeah, it's, if things go bad if they lose two or three games in a row how do they respond like o- Odell Beckham has been known to have a big personality Baker clearly does can the coach meld that all together I think that's going to be a problem yeah that, that would have been my other I don't have it down as their biggest weakness but I have it down just as one of my general thoughts is who will they turn to in December yeah. you know there's almost none, nobody on the team mm. that has ever played meaningful football after yeah. November. And is Odell above calling out Baker if he doesn't get his yards like he did? I hope if, so. if, if Jarvis has gone to, if he keeps going to Jarvis, OBJ's a bit of a diva or has been known to be. The hope there would be, could he look and see, because it's their like, best friend. Yes. Could it be, look, he gets his, I get mine, who cares? We're, mm. we're both... But that, that is the hope. I mean, he signed a five-year deal, so you'd think you wouldn't be thinking about his own numbers, but... We'll find out, we'll I guess. That's see a really it. good point. Um, let's move on now. I think we've said all there is to say about the yeah. Browns. Point is, Brown type is real. They're going to be good. Yes. Um, I wouldn't pick them to go to the Super Bowl, but yep. who now, knows? Anything could happen. Now, the Ravens. Let's talk about the Ravens, and then people can just turn off and we'll talk about the Steelers for an oh, hour yeah. and a half. Die hard Steelers fans, <laughs> too. The Ravens. Well, I'm going to start this off by saying I think John Harbaugh has intrigued me a lot with his quotes this off season. Yeah, I think me there, too. I think I think there was recently, like in the last couple of days, there was someone asked him like, there, "There's an over under on uh, Lamar rushing the ball uh, 179 times this season." He said, <laughs> "Take the over." <laughs> he was, he, he was I, o- seriously, I think they're going to run 50 times. <laughs> he again. was also quoted as saying, uh, "The West Coast offense changed the NFL in the 90s, the late 90s." And uh, you never know where that next big change is going to come from. Could be us. So I'm very intrigued about his playbook. He's all in. Yeah. He's just like, he's talking I'm going to do it with the guys that I have. Mm. He's 
clearly changing up his style to fit the team, which is I think is a great idea. Um, seriously, they might. I have no idea how many times they're going to run it. Because the amazing thing when watching them the last few games with Lamar Jackson last year, usually a team that is built to run it will run it to then shorten the game and, yeah. and play slow and control the clock and all the rest of it. But they run it. And then they get on the line and snap the ball with like and 23 seconds on the play yeah. clock and run it again. Yeah. They come at you fast with the run, which is such a rare thing. And he's got Mark Ingram backing him up now. Yeah, so I, I have uh, their off-season moves listed here. They focus on wide receiver, defensive line, and quarterback. They drafted two of them mm-hmm. in, the dra- in the draft. Uh, they signed Mark Ingram from the Saints, three years, yes. 15 million. And they re-signed... Robert Griffin III as Lamar's oh, potentially ideal backup yeah, if yeah. he can stay healthy. Um, which means they have four quarterbacks in camp, by the way. One mm. of those guys is screwed. And Errol Thomas. Most important. Yes. Course. They got Errol Thomas. Four years, 55 million, 13 points something a year that works out to. Uh, I'd pay anything to have him on my team. Yeah, me too. Argu- <laughs> arguably an overpay just based mm. on, if you just look at it in a computer system, you mm. know, value versus position versus whatever. Yeah. Who cares? He's, Get him in there. He's a locker room guy. He's a intense guy. He's the a hard hitter. The early reports are incredible. Mm. I'm amazed to see what this is going to look like. It's going to be him and Tony Jefferson back there playing safety, and it's going to be yeah. real hard yeah. for people. Uh, so and also Marquise Brown, they took a wide receiver who's another a threat. I think. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. He, he's he's a, a number one target possibly for him. Willie Sneed. Willie Sneed. We've um, just mentioned both of these guys, so let's that fit in nicely because I have Errol Thomas as my best player on the Ravens. I so, so did I. And I have uh, Marquise, aka Hollywood Brown, potentially as a breakout. Yeah, that, that's ex- literally exactly what I had. <laughs> I think that's pretty straightforward. I mean, I think Mark Ingram he strengthens that team. You know what you're getting with him. He's gonna get your yards. Like his years and years at the Saints, and never, like he yeah. he can get you five yards every single play. Awesome. So I think he's gonna help them out. But they have it's interesting to see receivers like Ingram and Snead in Lamar Jackson's system because they're both quick, they're both big yep. play guys. So if he gets in trouble, he can just launch it deep. They yeah, they tooled up on speedy receivers, which I think is important. But um, I'm telling you, I'm predicting a lot of interceptions for Lamar Jackson. That's that's the yeah. one thing. I mean, I think this system could work if he's given time to learn it, improve as a thrower. But I think this year he's gonna give the ball up. He's gonna fumble it for sure. He's gonna get um, intercepted. I just, I think you're right. I mean, Lamar's, his record, he set records for rushing attempts by QB in like five games mm-hmm. last year. Um, I'm just excited to see how creative they can get with this. I, I'm expecting end arounds, wildcats, multiple back sets, all kinds of things. Yep. They have like five usable halfbacks and at least three receivers that can run with the ball <laughs> at any given Two quarterbacks time. that can run with the ball as well. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> It's nuts. I, you might see two quarterbacks out there. Who knows no, what's going to happen? It's very possible you could have the Wildcat with Lamar Jackson and uh, RG3 out there. If, mm-hmm. he's, if RG3 can actually throw the ball. I mean, we've not seen him play for a long time. Yep. <laughs> I think I think loading up on uh, fast receivers is an intentional move. I think it's, li- yeah. it's going to really allow for some deadly use of the play action mm. when, when they can get it off. Teams are going to stack the box hard against the Ravens this year, and if Lamar, and only if mm. Lamar Jackson can hit on one or two long throws a game, it could really open up the offense and they'll be dead. Yeah. No, for he sure. might miss, based and on what I've seen. Yeah, and defensively, they're strong. They're they're so strong. Like I mean, they're, they're getting older. 
They were yeah, kind of getting old. The they, they, were, they were getting old last year. Suggs is gone, I think. Yeah, Sug- Suggs went, yeah. And Flacco, obviously. So that's like two of them. It's a completely it's a different team. Ravens. It's a new team, yeah. And I'm excited to, excited to see them. So, yeah, I have on the, the song remains the same. Mm. They're getting older, but they've also, they're working on bringing in some younger guys and some speed yeah. and some power. Uh, maybe a little bit raw, but guys that they can mould. But yeah, I think they'll be top 10. They've been top five. They were top five the last two oh, years. Oh, for sure. They'll be top 10. Suggs will be missed, I think, for his presence more than he his on-field play at this he, point. Yeah, he wasn't playing every snap, was he? He was, he was sort of managing his minutes last and year. They, while they are getting older, they have, a lot, they have veterans on D that are going to kind of show these young guys. Yeah. I hate to use the phrase, but the kind of Ravens way. Yes. You know, they're <laughs> going to show them what it's all about. Yeah. Um, ironically, the newest Raven of all, Earl Thomas, might be the perfect the guy. Most to Ravens. To pass <laughs> on that lesson. <laughs> Very true. So, I what record did you have for the Ravens? Sorry. I have, and this is a matter very near and dear to my heart. I I might as well give it up now. So, I had the Ravens and Steelers both sitting at nine and six when yeah. I then went on to predict the Week Seventeen games, mm-hmm. and I realised that we are. I shouldn't say we, that's very biased. <laughs> the Steelers will be playing in Baltimore in Week 17. I think any time you see Ravens Steelers in Week 17, you just know from the start of the season that that game is going to decide who mm. goes to the playoffs. Yeah, and you, well, when the Browns weren't a factor, that's very much the case. But yeah, it could be a, wi- a fight I think we're a getting two. Spot. I think we're getting two teams out of this division into the playoffs. It would, it would seem that way. Uh, I, I, I had them at uh, 9 and 7. I obviously had them losing that last game. Let's so go. By, I'm the same because I have the Steelers at 10 and 6 so we pretty much predicted the exact yeah, same record I, <laughs> man uh, I'm trying to think if I have any other important thoughts I think those safeties are going to be rough mm. on I, young quarterbacks I think if the Ravens want to get into the playoffs they're going to need to do better than 2-2 two and two against Steelers and the Browns they're going to need to steal yeah. one away from home they might. against one of them I know it's possible but that, that's, that's what I think it's going to come down to for them they need to win in Hinesfield, or they need to win against the Browns. They better not win in Hinesfield because I'm going to be there. <laughs> uh, I have, let me see. Oh, last thing before we get into biggest strength and biggest weakness of this team. Um, so recently I've been watching the All or Nothing series on Amazon Prime about the last year's Michigan Wolverines. I swear this will work around to having a point. Right, with you. Coached by Jim Harbaugh, John Harbaugh's brother. Yeah. Um, and when they played Maryland, they were just down the road, so John Harbaugh came in to speak to the team. And he was talking about what he preaches to his defense. And exactly what he said to them, he said, I tell my guys to play with shocking effort, is the term that he used. And then somebody said, you know, coach, what does that mean? He said, I want, when that ball is snapped to when that play is over, I want the other team to be going, whoa, what the fuck, what just <laughs> happened? What just happened? Mm. We were not prepared. These guys are playing at a speed different to ours. I think they're going to use that. I think they have the guys to do it. I think they might shock some of the mm. top tier teams on their schedule this year. Man, shot, start shutting people out. <laughs> yeah, they might. Um, what do you have as their biggest strength? As their biggest strength, I've got unpredictability. Nice. I've got, going into the first sort of six games of the season, Teams aren't going to know how to game plan. They aren't going to know how to take these guys. And I really think they can pull the pants down off some teams, like they did towards the end of last season, <laughs> yeah. when they managed to take the division from... Stole it right We don't know what Yeah, exactly. The, the Ravens weren't anywhere, and then he comes in. So, yeah, I'd say unpredictability for them. I think that's a good call. Um, that's much more interesting than my take. 
I'm gonna say the Ravens D every year until I see. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> I think they're gonna be great again. Yes. Um, players come and go, but their system and their coaches are too good. Their defense is gonna be yeah. a problem again. Unstoppable. And hopefully, well rested because I I can only assume the Ravens are gonna go on some long drives. Yeah. Well, yeah, they they they're gonna be running it, so you yeah. assume so. Unless Lamar busts it out for sixty yards every run. Well. <laughs> I don't think they'll be complaining if that happens. Now, do you have a weakness for this team? Uh, I'd say turnovers. I, I can see a lot of turnovers happening. Yeah. Uh, but not 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 being able to force turnovers, but giving the ball away because the amount of runs they're going to be doing, the amount of, as we discussed, special plays, the amount of times he's going to be out of the pocket, thrown on the run, I feel like picks, fumbles, they're just par for the course until they get yeah. the playbook sorted out and everyone knows it. Uh, I have I have Lamar Jackson as a passer. Um, yeah. Until I see it, you know, guy, he was young. Guys can improve, mm-hmm. but he excelled last season uh, in his short time starting. But as soon as they got in the playoffs, the Chargers just stuffed that yeah. box and they couldn't move. Yeah. Well, yeah. When we started to come back, they opened it up a little bit, but once it was way too far gone. Mm. He's definitely not proven himself yet, for sure. I think this this whole idea, this new era of running attack, could be seriously prolific. Mm-hmm. But weirdly, to get the running game going, it's going to rely on Lamar being able to connect on some passes. Mm-hmm. They have to have the confidence and the ability to do mm-hmm. that. Um, he has to, I have that he has to be a capable and willing passer yep. to open up the lanes. Otherwise, people are just going to set eight guys in there and say, yeah. "Do you want to throw over the top? That's fine." Mm. Yeah, no, definitely. What? Who? Do you think the Ravens' best player will be? Uh, Earl Thomas. Earl Thomas? Yeah, I, I had Earl Thomas as well. I mean, you know what you're going to get with him. I think he's... He affects players around him as much as he gets yeah. his own production. He gets their production up. He's a great player to have in any Think of it, the last time we saw Earl Thomas was him on the back of a truck mm. with a broken leg giving the finger to the Seahawks <laughs> bench. He's coming with that kind of yeah. nasty and yeah. he's bringing it to Baltimore. I think it's a huge deal that they got him. I mean, all the talk was that he was going to go to Kansas City on the cheap, uh, on the cheap, mm. which is like a weird sliding doors moment in history. Like, mm. what if that happened? Yeah. That would be a whole other thing. Um, but they they laid it out and they paid him well, mm. and I think they'll really they'll benefit the benefits. from it. Mm. So is it time to talk about <laughs> Pittsburgh? We will keep it to a reasonable length. We certainly will. So if we're looking at off-season acquisitions, I'd say the Steelers are looking for addition by subtraction. Yes. The removal of distraction caused by Bell's contract last year and Antonio Brown's, frankly, terrible dealing with his trade to the Raiders. We're moving on. It's all fine. So I, yes. really, I kind of forgot about it. It seems so long ago that I barely even remembered to put it in my off-season mm. move list. And the I fa- have them right down at the bottom. I mean, we haven't had Bell for over a year, so his loss yes. won't really be felt other than, like you say, keeping the drama away. Yeah. On the field, it's not like who we're going to turn to now. James Conner has a year under his belt. James Conner and Juju Smith-Schuster, sorry, that's a difficult name to say, uh, He they slot unerringly well into those two positions that are needing filled that's the thing the question is who slots into their position yes the number two yes precisely I think we'll be okay with in um, terms of the running attack I think the unsung hero of the Steelers 
for this sort of, if you want to call it the Brown Bell era, is the offensive line. It doesn't matter if it's D'Angelo Williams or if it's Le'Veon Bell or if it's James Conner. You're going to be a or top 10 rushing back in this <laughs> top ready 10. For a, ready for a name pool? Doesn't matter if you're Rashad Mendenhall. Yes. Remember him? Yeah, exactly. You're like the D'Angelo Williams at 33 was like the fifth leading rusher in the league after however many games Bell was out. Yeah. So I think running back we're sorted. It's just where the touchdowns are going to come from that Brown gets you because last year Juju maybe had what 50 more receiving yards than Brown, yeah. but Brown had 12 touchdowns. More. More than 12. I looked up today and uh, 15. 15 touchdowns. So. It's, it's all about where that's going to come from, but I think the calmness in their in their camp, or what you would perceive to be calmness with a lot of young players, without the egos that Brown and that had, is they want to prove that they can do it without Antonio, and it wasn't all about him. Yeah, so I I'm think. interested to see it. Uh, other major moves, just to quickly yes. run through them, they're not quite as impactful as that. Uh, Morgan Burnett, our strong safety mm. of the last couple of years, is gone. He actually went. Where did he go? He's in the division. I can't remember where. Um, so presumably that means that uh, Edmonds will be starting. Mm. Who uh, we picked him in the draft. Yeah, we rookie last yeah, year. Yeah, we didn't see. A lot we saw a little bit of him. They put him out there at linebacker sometimes because mm. we were real thin and he's big. Mm-hmm. Um, presumably he'll be starting. I think that could be interesting. But yeah. him and Davis are both young, mm-hmm. young pair of safeties. I don't know how that's going to go. Obviously the the drafting of Devin Bush really fits. Big. Pittsburgh's Emil Blitzberg. That's what he is. Yep, I have <laughs> so I have him down as my breakout player. Yeah. Um, the idea is it's such unfair expectation to put on a rookie. Mm. The idea why they traded up for him is Jeez. our defense was good when Shazier was out there. Mm. He went down. It's been nothing but problems yeah. since. Let's go and get the guy that's most mm. like Shazier since Shazier. Yeah. It's really unfair to assume that he's just going to step in and be that. But if he does and if it works, it will accelerate his de- his development considerably. And with him as your breakout player, my act. My best player prediction is actually TJ Watt to go from strength to strength. So oh. I think we could have two linebackers best in there. Player. I think, yeah, well, I could see it. I I, I think he's only gonna get better and better. Like the more confidence he has, he's just got an eye for the football. He's got an eye for the play, and I think with Bush, they're gonna be a tough tandem to stop on any play. Yeah, for sure. Um, just as my as my runner up breakout player, just to mention it quickly. No one specific, but the younger receivers on the team. Yeah, I think it's unbelievable the opportunity that they now have. Mm. Um, it sounds like in camp, it's been very, very active. Guys are out on the field before practice, after practice, mm. because there's a real feeling at a lot of positions, but especially receiver, anyone. You could be a guy that they picked up in the seventh round two mm. years ago. You could have three good practices in a row and win yourself a job. Mm-hmm. It could be anyone. They're playing hard trying to make yeah. the point. And we've got talent in that position as well, but no one's really stepped up to make themselves that clear number two. Like we've had, like Switzer in the in the slot. He's, yeah. He's been he, he makes catches when he needs to. He, yeah. he gets us on third down. Ben's been going to him. I like him, but obviously he's a more of an inside guy. I uh, only other thing to do, well, a couple other things maybe. Mm. But I haven't told you my best player yet. Yes. You had T J Watt. I like it. I thought about him. Mm-hmm. I have, and you're gonna tell me off for being too much of a nerd here. I have. David DeCastro, mm-hmm. yeah. the Steelers' right guard, the preeminent mm. pro bowler. Um, really, the whole interior of the line, since DeCastro was drafted, mm. I think continuity is a big thing with offensive lines. Yeah. The more that guys play together... Oh, man, Villain Waver, Pouncey, uh, uh, DeCastro... Foster. Yeah, um, they, they're thinking 
on the same wavelength yeah. at all si- times. So since DeCastro was drafted, that's, he's going into his seventh season. Mm. That interior, Ramon Foster, Marquise Pouncey and DeCastro have been playing together every year. Some of, They've all missed time, but they've all been together right. for a long time. The only c- and the also only big, big Mike Munchak. Of course. He's got to take all of the credit. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, we're going to find out. He's going to have some work to do because we lost Marcus Gilbert, our mm. right tackle, who I'm okay with losing him. He was always injured. Mm. Um, a lot of holding and false start, a lot of penalties when he did play. He was good, mm. very talented, but he never really put it together. But it does mean that we have your best guess, Chukawuma Okafor. Yes. <laughs> Presumably going to yeah. be starting at right tackle. I have no idea what that guy can do. Yeah, well... Well, I'd see, but Munchak is—he'll coach anyone up. Like we've had, yeah, we've had injuries good. across that line before, and he's—it's been next man up. Or he's had people go from left tackle to right, left guard to right. So mm-hmm. he's definitely adaptable. I think also, we, Ben. Let's talk about Ben. Yeah. So I also have in brackets. So I have for, where I've written best player. I have written David DeCastro brackets. Ben after Tommy shouts at me for choosing David DeCastro. <laughs> ben. I think he's gonna be good this year. This is, I think he's gonna be amazing this year because I. He's not thinking. I feel like a few games last year he was thinking, "Oh, I got to force this San Antonio." Yep. I got to force this San Antonio. He was getting a lot of flack for being the reason that these big stars don't want to stay. Uh, but now I think he's gonna be like, "Right, I'm gonna take these young guys and I'm gonna throw for five thousand yards this yeah. season." Yeah. I mean, he seems like he's been the jolly green giant in camp as well. Yeah. Everything I've been reading is like, we haven't seen this in ten years from Ben, but he stayed for an hour and a half and signed everybody's stuff. Mm. I'm excited. I think he's going to be good. I'm really excited. I'm with you on, I feel like he's going to get the chance to really do what he wants to do mm. without going to AB. I'm, there's no way about it. Antonio Brown's loss is catastrophic for the Steelers. But <laughs> and for the Raiders. It could lead, <laughs> it could lead to an interesting uh, bit of play from us. Yeah, and day. especially with that whole... Instagram, Twitter beef that Juju and Antonio Brown had, which was yeah. handled so unprofessionally by Brown. Like, I think that's got to make Juju think people aren't going to think of you when they think of Steelers receivers in the future. They're going to think of me. Yeah. <laughs> like, so... I hope he's thinking that way. Yeah, I hope he is. Um, biggest strength? Biggest strength. I think... Yeah, I'm going to go with locker room chemistry. Uh, yeah. Just from what we've seen from camp and the loss of... Like, I think last year... I read more about Antonio Brown and Le'Veon, Le'Veon Bell, who didn't even play, than I read about any player on that Steelers sure. team. And I, I, Juju Smithers had, had an amazing... Smith-Schuster had an amazing... We'll get there in the end. He's only been <laughs> on our team for two years. Uh, if you're going to have a hyphen, have the decency to not have two S's in it. <laughs> Smith-Schuster, uh, he had an amazing year, and you didn't hear about it, because all you heard about was Bell yeah. uh, holding out, and all you heard about was Brown's unrest because Juju was having this year. So yeah. I think... He's gonna get the credit to James Connor. Like, I follow him on Instagram, and the amount of work that man's put in, and how inspirational yeah, is. Like, I just want everything for that man because he's worked so hard. I saw a thing. What do they call the machine? The jugs machine that shoots the ball out for guys yeah, to catch. Yeah. I saw a tweet today. Someone was watching him after practice. Uh, it was not Connor. Uh, Juju mm. caught 370 balls after practice without a drop. Mm. I I saw him using that for one-handed catches. It was you've seen OBJ do it, but Juju Smith just can do it as well. And he's so long, he he's so quick. Ni- uh, two ninety-seven yard touchdowns already <laughs> in his career. So going for a third this year. Mm. Uh, I have our front seven on defense as our biggest strength. Mm. Yeah. If Devin Bush can slot in there, not saying he has to be Shazier, but if he can slot in there and play like he did in college, it's it's going to be tough to move on those guys. Yeah. Uh, 
the defensive line has been strong for a long time. Stephon yeah. Stewart and Cam Hayward are excellent at defensive end, and Javon Hargrave can really clog up the middle. If you really think about it, the front seven has been Pittsburgh's mo, like what, exactly. they, what they focus on for. It's why I'm so excited about it. Forever. It's the best the Steelers have ever been has always been when that's the best. Oh, part, yeah. When that's the strength sure. of their team. And I don't know why they never couple it with a particularly strong secondary, but. My biggest weakness, um, the secondary, as always, yeah. feels mean to just <laughs> keep riding years. on. <laughs> so we signed, uh, what's his name? Stephen Nelson, mm. cornerback from the Chiefs, gave him a big contract, biggest contract we gave out this year. Not huge, but like three years, 27, I think. Yeah. Um, basically, Artie Burns, look out. I think they're done with him. Former first round pick. Three years ago, he's I would say. He's been given his opportunities he's as well. He's had nothing but chances. Um, he's still going to get the opportunity to play. I've heard things that he's looking good in camp again, but what does that mean? I don't know. I'm a, I'm a big fan of Sean Davis as well, but he gets, he gets beat deep. He does. He I'm a deep. fan of his, actually. I'm a huge fan of his. There. Yeah, I'm a, I am a fan because he's... He's a ball hawk. He's a playmaking safety. Yeah. But he's also he he would read something and instinctively try and break it out, and that's when he he will go against the play because he sees something, and sometimes he doesn't see the right thing. But yeah. you need those kind of decision makers well, on defense as well. Well, need to work those things out. Eventually, he may reach the point where he's right more often than yeah. he's not, and suddenly you've got Ed Reed on your hands. Yeah, you know, exactly. Who knows? Exactly. Some of these guys and Joe, have, have to play that yeah, way. And Joe Hayden, look, there is positives to be had in that secondary but they've not proven it like there's good players in there but why do we get beat with well that's why I've put in there I have secondary but I have put there they have license to improve yeah. it could be better for sure um, drafted another guy uh, Justin Lane another oh, cornerback yeah. uh, they just draft a cornerback every year just oh, in case they're going to hit on one eventually um, and there's as, as a secondary weakness I'm hoping this will be improved takeaways yeah um yeah, that, that's been a problem for years, in fact. Yeah, even when we've been playing well on defense, mm. we don't take the ball away. We give up three points mm. instead of seven. But I think, I think TJ Watt, he, he likes to force some fumbles. I think he's got it, yeah. I think, he, I think yeah, with that front seven game, like, it, it doesn't make sense why we don't, because we've got Joe Hayden at the back. We've got rushing the quarterback on every play. Like, yeah. It doesn't make sense. So, yeah, it's, it doesn't make sense why it's a weakness, but I agree it has been. So. Um, I think that'll do us. Yeah, we better. We're going too long on the Steelers. We'll, we'll continue this off the air. Every single episode, there's going to be a too long on the Steelers. <laughs> um, <laughs> just to just to wrap up, number one, who do you have winning the division? Uh, I have the Cleveland Browns, but tied on record with the Steelers, so yeah. it's going to go to head to heads. I I think the Browns are going to win it, and I have two teams coming out. I don't know who it will be yet. Ravens and Steelers, Week 17. Mark Whoever wins that is going. They're they're going to the playoffs for sure. Um, That'll do us. us, We haven't really discussed. We'll be back again. Uh, We're going to go division by division. We'll go northeast, southwest, and then northeast, southwest. Sure. Okay. (laughs) AFC East. (laughs) AFC East next week. Here we Uh, go. That'll be slightly less controversial. Mm. (laughs) A little more interesting than usual, but there's a team in New England that aren't bad. Yeah. yeah. Spoilers for that one. Yeah, definitely. We got some young quarterbacks in there though. <laughs> we'll talk about this another time. Uh, if you listened, thank you. Sorry we talked about the Steelers for too long. Okay. See you. Bye.